Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The Eagles will keep the offense out there in a fourth and goal from the one. You want Philly food? What's up, guys? Welcome to Believe in Eagles, episode three. I'm your host, Devin Caney. We are coming off a heartbreaking 17 to 11 loss to the 49ers yesterday. Uh, Eagles have fallen to one and one in their division. Disappointing game, home opener. We had high expectations coming off that win over the Falcons. A mixture of questionable play calling, bad clock management, and just an unproductive offense led to this loss that could have easily been a win, which I think is what makes it super, super frustrating. But I, for one, am not giving up hope. And my guest today is someone who also tries to stay on the positive here. Let's remember, this is a rookie team. We're very young. We are up against a very good veteran 49ers team, and we still held them to 17 points. I think we need to manage our expectations here. We got a little overexcited with that win over the Falcons. It was great. Uh, And I don't want to be one of those people that says, oh, you know, it's just the Falcons, whatever. Because I do think that win meant something. I think if we get back to our roots, learn from our mistakes, and Nick Sirianni gets his plate calling under control, we can come out with a win over the Cowboys. But I'm going to talk about yesterday's game, and I'm going to preview the Cowboys game with my guest. I'm so excited to welcome on Football Kelly. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Football Kelly, I'm so excited to have you on the Believe in Eagles pod. Uh, We're about 24 hours off of that loss to the 49ers. And I wanted to have you on because I love following you on Twitter. You're one of my favorite Eagles follows because I feel like you're constantly a voice of reason. Um, I think... Philly sports fans, not just Eagle fans, uh, tend to overreact sometimes, uh, not in the best way. So I want to get your reaction uh, on yesterday's loss. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It means a lot that you uh, think that of me, very highly of me. I uh, appreciate (laughs) uh, you having me on your show today. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the loss was tough, especially because we lost two guys in the trenches, uh, Brandon Brooks for maybe an extended period of time, but not the whole season. Brandon Graham uh, looks to be out for the rest of the year. Uh, So just two hits to, uh, you know, our veteran presence uh, on the roster. So that's a big bummer. But I understood where fans were coming from with the frustration about that game because we definitely left some points on the field, uh, didn't uh, make some smart decisions when it came to the play calling. Uh, ultimately, we shot ourselves in the foot a couple of times with the penalties and whatnot. Uh, so it wasn't a fortunate uh, way to start the season at home. Uh, we really wanted to see the team get the win uh, and start 2-0. and That would have been a, a huge shock, uh, you know, leading into the season. But I think it's important to keep perspective, to keep context, because uh, so many people didn't have the Eagles winning a lot of games this year. 
Uh, they've definitely got to build uh, the chemistry. The coaching staff has to get used to, you know, being the people who call the plays and whatnot. So there will be a learning curve uh, on different levels of this roster and this coaching staff. And that's just something we have to keep in mind and keep a level head about uh, as we get through this season and see exactly what we have on the team. Right. I think it was just super frustrating because I, I think we were all just disappointing. So it was the home opener, you know, expectations were low. I know you said that as well. I think anyone knows that. Um, but we got excited with the win, uh, the blowout win almost over the Falcons. And we held our own yesterday, but in my opinion, uh, the play calling and the clock management, um, along with other things, but I, I would, in my opinion, those two were the two biggest issues for the Eagles, but I want your take on what you thought was their downfall in that loss yesterday. Yeah, I think you're spot on with your evaluation of it. The play calling got a little too cute in the red zone. Uh, we <laughs> had that amazing throw, uh, 91 yards from Hertz to Quez Watkins and came away with no points. I mean, uh, that can yeah. be the most frustrating thing that you could possibly watch, that drive not ending in any points on the board. Um, and then you had the blocked you know, field goal, and there were other things plays during this this whole game that were just so uncharacteristic of this team I mean when was the last time an Eagles field goal was blocked um, so the 49ers came out they were prepared they you know were playing hard I mean the problem was that we let them stay in that game so long because mm -hmm. to be honest if you looked at the scoreboard at halftime the Eagles should have been up a significant amount but uh, like right. you said earlier, we just left too many points on the field, and uh, it was mostly due to the the play calling decisions um, and not executing when uh, we had the opportunities to to you know get some points on the board. Unfortunately for us, uh, we're going to have some growing pains with this coaching staff. The clock management was definitely something that was a concern to me. Uh, mm -hmm. The 49ers took control of the ball basically the whole second half. It felt like they were just running us down and exhausting our defense. And that's not a position you ever want to see your team in, especially at home. So, uh, yeah, it seemed like the, the clock management, uh, taking those timeouts too early kind of uh, prevented us from being able to stay in it a little longer after that successful drive to put 11 points on the board. Uh, at the end of the uh, at the end of the day, we came up short. You know, unfortunately, we didn't get the win. But uh, when you look at that win for the 49ers, you say, you know, technically, the Eagles beat themselves. So there's a lot to build off of in this coming, you know, game against the the Cowboys. Yeah, for sure. I want to get to the Cowboys game. Um, I do have a few more questions for you, particularly about Nick Sirianni. Um, yeah. I love Nick Sirianni. I love his energy. Uh, I did not love the play call on that fourth and goal, the Philly Philly. Um, but I want to get your take on people who are saying that he, he took pandering to Philadelphia fans too far with that. In my opinion, he wasn't doing it to, to pander to Philly fans. I think if it had worked, we would have lost our minds collectively, um, but it didn't work. But I truly just think he was trying to do a trick play there. Uh, what's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, we heard from him today that he kind of uh, would have taken that play back and, and not 
done that call for the fourth down um, looking back on it. But he said, you know, they had practiced it several times in practice and it was looking good. He felt good about the decision to do that play. Um, And like you said, if it worked, it would have been like, oh, my God, this is incredible. I can't believe he had the balls to do that. And of course, um, it wasn't successful. So it just goes the other direction. I mean, I just thank God the fourth down in the Super Bowl worked out. I mean, (laughs) could you imagine what that would have been like if the Philly special didn't work out a whole different historical uh, nature to that play call. But Kelly, I think um, about that far too often, actually. So, <laughs> I mean, I, that's like the, the risk you take when it comes to having that kind of, you know, aggressive play calling strategy. And mm-hmm. we saw in the Falcons game that Sirianni's going to go at four, uh, fourth down uh, when the numbers make sense and he's going to go for two sometimes. And so, we just have to get used to that level of aggressiveness with such a young coaching staff. Um, and he's got to learn when to hone it in. And, and this is the thing that I'm most looking forward to is the growth and the learning experiences that come from getting punched in the face a little bit. Like he Mm -hmm. had, he had an easy first, uh, you know, week with the win against the Falcons. Uh, you can say all the right things when you're winning, when you're losing, that's when we really get to get a sense of, whether he can rally the troops, rally the team, get the people to correct their mistakes, correct his own mistakes and move forward and be, um, you know, a very, you know, positive influence. Learning from that experience is the most critical part of taking a, a loss at home like that. Perfect transition there. Uh, next Monday, primetime game against Dallas in Dallas. We're without Brandon Graham, definitely going to be without Brandon Brooks for next game and many other games after that. Um, How are you feeling? I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit scared. Yeah. I mean, I always feel like it is Cowboys Eagles that are going to be competitive most seasons. Um, Football team and Giants haven't really been teams that I've ever been concerned about in our division in the last few years. Um, Cowboys have a lot of firepower. They're going to be putting up points on uh, defenses this season. And we've been pretty capable of holding uh, offenses to limited number of points. Um, But even that isn't good enough when you've got such high volume of uh, offensive talent on a, on a roster. So yes, we played Kittle. Yes, we played Debo Samuel. Yes, we played, you know, Calvin Ridley. All these guys are, are big names in the NFL, but when you've got several different receiving threats like Cooper and CD lamb and, you know, Zeke in the backfield, that's a level uh, that I think we have to rise to the occasion for. Uh, being away in Dallas for prime time after that loss, I expect our defense to take this week very seriously when it comes to trying to create turnovers. That's been lacking this season so far in the first mm-hmm. two games. Uh, definitely want to see an emphasis on creating those plays and creating those opportunities for turnovers, whether it's sex you know, stripping the ball, um, getting uh, fumble recoveries, that kind of deal, or interceptions in the secondary. We need to start seeing the defense creating opportunities to get the ball back for the offense. None of this 
bend and don't break kind of mentality, like get aggressive, get the ball back. Um, and you know, even if the defense wasn't the biggest issue in the past few weeks, like that's the one thing that's my sticking point for them because everybody has ways that they can improve this current team. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's my sticking point for them. Uh, the offense just looked out of sync this past week. Um, Mm -hmm. Zach Ertz wasn't looking for the ball on that one play where he was targeted in the red zone. We really didn't target the tight ends at all outside of that one play. Um, so we really have to get everybody involved because what we saw against the Falcons was a, you know, spreading up the ball around, getting everybody involved, getting, you know, the ball to Watkins, getting the ball to Rager, getting the ball to Smith, getting the ball to Dallas and, um, obviously establishing the run game. And so we need to see them be who they are and not play to the strengths of the other team. They need to be smart about who they are as an offense. They need to create their identity. And early on in the season is when that happens. So mm-hmm. we need to see Hertz, you know, make those plays downfield, you know, lead his receivers. Uh, I don't think that the arm strength was something that I was too concerned about as people have been knocking him for not having the arm. I was mm-hmm. more concerned about him getting the ball out sooner uh, to you know, give his receiver a little bit more of an edge in the the run. Um, but otherwise, I think the Eagles are going to have a really hard time on on Monday. I can't lie. Like the Cowboys looked great against the Bucks, and lost, but they looked great against the Chargers. Um, mm-hmm. They lost some players too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're without Gallup. They're without Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, I believe that they're without Collins, uh, the right tackle. So we have to take advantage of where they have weaknesses too. Um, and we need to be able to, you know, be smarter about the clock management and, and hopefully they learn from the mistakes of yesterday, Sunday's game and move forward um, and prove that, you know, they were able to give themselves some time to get over that loss and, learn from it. So what I was saying that I was impressed with in their game against the Falcons was the fact that they were able to make adjustments throughout the game, which was something I felt like I hadn't seen from last year's Eagles, especially Um, in yesterday's game. I did not feel like that was the case, or at least no good adjustments were made. It's definitely going to be an interesting game, going to be a tough game. Uh, Lastly, before I let you go, what's your prediction? You can say the Eagles are going to lose too. I had Derek got on last week and he said that they were going to lose against the 49ers. So it's okay. Um, I hate the Cowboys, so <laughs> it's really hard for me to even have like any interest in saying that I think they will win. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a biased opinion when it comes to this. That's okay. In, in, in my opinion, it's just, it's too early to say what this Eagles team is. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw one team on um, week one, we saw a different team yesterday. Um, so I am, I am looking for them to come out and try to prove people wrong. Like we are who we, we showed you on week one, we can be dominant. We can create, you know, those things on, on the D line offensive line. And honestly, when it comes to these divisional games, it's all about the trenches. Um, if our defensive line without Brandon Graham can create pressure on Dak, um, Ultimately, I think that our defense will be able to hold them to less points than they've been able to uh, score in previous games this year. Um, So I think that they had 20 points yesterday against the Chargers. 
I think we hold them to less than 20. Um, but to be determined on whether the offense will be able to uh, put more points on the board than 20 points, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I I have hopes and uh, really high expectations of Devontae Smith, uh, who wasn't really able to get open uh, against the secondary of the 49ers, which I was kind of surprised about. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I'm going to go with the Eagles winning by two points and it will be because the defense is able to create a turnover that results in points on the board. I love it. I hope so. Yesterday I was really hoping for a turnover. So we're overdue for one for sure. Um, we're definitely overdue. Oh, I know. That was I the know. biggest problem starting out the season last year. So I need to see Gannon really emphasizing that in the coming days. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, Kelly, thank you so, so much for taking the time to chat with me. Um, I really appreciate it. And go birds. Go birds. (laughs) Exciting news. Our pod is partnering with playactionpools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our playactionpools.com football pick'em challenge, which is open to everyone. Here's how it works. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em at playactionpools.com and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the contest, Believe, B-L-E-A-V, football pickup. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor Pick'em as well as a cool sportsbook style concept called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your home for all your office sports pools. That does it for Believe in Eagles episode three. Thank you so much for joining me. Stay tuned. We've got a big game coming up Monday night primetime against Dallas in Dallas. And remember, this podcast is presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.